Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Luke chapter 2, verse 52. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. Last September, the staff at Masterclass prepared an interesting article. Masterclass is an online platform that offers tutorials led by famous instructors who stand out in their fields. They include novelists, scientists, world leaders, and more. So, for example, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a class titled, Learn How to Think Like a Scientist. Ron Howard presents a class on directing and storytelling. You can take a cooking class with Gordon Ramsay or look at the nature of music with famed cellist Yo-Yo Ma. However, the article that caught my eye was one for writers with this title, How to Write Compelling Character Backstories. It begins by saying, From J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter series to F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby, the greatest works of literature are full of memorable characters with rich backstories. If you're an aspiring writer, learning how to write good backstories is an important exercise that will help you create fuller characters that read as authentic and nuanced. Now at first, it might seem as if the Holy Spirit missed this class, because we have very little in the scriptures which describe the childhood of Jesus. Folks have often wondered why we have so few details of his childhood years. During the Christmas season now past, you and I rejoice to hear again with wonderful detail the events surrounding our Savior's infancy. But then, Luke jumps ahead to an event which took place when Jesus was on the cusp of becoming a teenager. We hear of when he traveled with Joseph and Mary to Jerusalem for the Passover, but stayed behind for three days, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. In the last words that Luke shares of this incident, he notes simply, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. A variety of early authors set about filling in this gap by coming up with their own creative backstories for what Jesus did during his childhood years and even the Superboy type of miracles he would have performed at home and at school. Scholars have long since dismissed these as devoid of any historical support, and John himself makes it clear that Jesus' first miracle didn't take place until he was an adult at a wedding he attended with his mother and with the disciples. Putting any doubt to rest, he notes, this, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed at Cana in Galilee. The truth is that Jesus' backstory is eternal. John begins by writing, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. And then jumping forward to the events of Christmas, he notes, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Unlike biographies, which are written to provide a detailed backstory of an individual as a means of providing life lessons, the Gospels were written for a different purpose. John explains, Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. In other words, these are written to redeem us from our backstory, our sordid history of sins and transgressions. The Holy Spirit inspired Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John to record for us that Jesus, the Son of God from eternity, became true man, born of the Virgin Mary, a flesh and blood person just like you and me. And just like us and every other child, Jesus grew and learned. And yet, born without sin and sinless, he came to live a perfect life in our place from start to finish and give his life as the perfect sacrifice for all of our sins. So Luke tells us that Jesus received the favor and approval of both God and man. The teachers at the temple marveled at his insight. 
And our Heavenly Father rejoiced and proved of the work of salvation Jesus came to accomplish on your behalf and mine. Our backstory was that of a sinner facing only death. But now in Christ, you and I have forgiveness of sins and eternal life in His name. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, thank you for revealing in your word the life and salvation my Savior has accomplished for me. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.